and welcome to Remix, music reports, reviews, and remarks. I'm your host, Sarah James, and joining me today are... Daily Wilhelm, the podcast editor. Wes Wombo, assistant video editor. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Remix. What's up? Hey. Episode two, your guys' first episode. Yay. Still a very young podcast, but that's okay. We're making it through. Yep. Um, today, I thought we'll, we'll start with a little throwback. Uh, February 7th, 2007 was the day that Infinity on High from mm-hmm. Fall Out Boy was released. So it's 10 oh years ago I this feel month. Yep. old. I feel so old. No, I was, gosh, 10 years ago would have been what, like 7th or 8th grade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah. I remember hearing Thanks for the Memories yeah. on, on the radio every when that came out. Every single radio station. <laughs> oh, every <laughs> other song, That's yeah. That's all they played. Like, they still kind of do. I hear it I every now and then. but that It's was, an anthem. It's yeah. a pop mm-hmm. punk staple. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. the mid thousands, so I thought you know let's reflect for a moment of, you know moment what our silence. music taste in two thousand seven and, you know your favorite songs from the album or if you have any memories attached to specific songs or thoughts of Infinity on High in general. Honestly, it's kind of funny. Um, I can't remember which one, but one of the Guitar Heroes or Rock Bands had I think it was Thanks for the Memories, on as one of their tracks. Yeah, and I remember that's how I first heard <laughs> that song. And I was like, dude, this is pretty dope. Because, you know, every middle schooler uh, was playing rock band back oh, in the yeah. day. Like, oh, that, yeah. That was like Guitar <laughs> Hero and rock bands, like, height was back then. And I loved it. But, yeah, no, that was honestly first time I had ever heard um, Fall Out Boy and then throughout every other Guitar Hero. So on, they'll try and include one Fall Out Boy song, which is really neat. So Yeah. yeah. The, one of the, like, three CDs that I had, the other two being mm-hmm. Linkin Park CDs at the time. Nice. Yeah. Meteora. Uh, but I had Now That's What You Call whatever number that we were on mm-hmm. music. How um, many are they on now, to be oh, honest? See, I like, saw it. 50-something? 60-something? 71. Jesus the last number I saw. Christ! Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Right. Oh but, my uh, God. I remember like when was, I was a kid, those were like getting into like 12 or 13. Right. Like, oh my so God. So whatever installment that was on, it had Thanks for the Memories and yeah. Dance Dance. And those were the only yeah. two yep. songs I would listen to. And it never occurred to me that God, you dance, could just dance get is the, older, the, isn't it? the dance, CD. Yeah, Dance Dance is from like 12, um, I think 2005. Five, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that was from, from Under the Cork Tree, which yep. is. I prefer From Under the Cork Tree over Infinity on mm-hmm. High, uh, personally. But I still love Infinity on High. I think it's a like it's a, just a great record. It's a fantastic it record. Um, yeah. I love the deluxe edition, which has two live yes. tracks at the mm-hmm. end for um, um, it's This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race, and Thanks for the Memories, I think. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. no, Dance Dance is the other live track, I yeah. think, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Uh, any favorite song off the album? Probably for me, thanks for the memories. Like I said, you know, it's the first song I ever heard, yeah. so you always yeah. have to go with that. It is, I'm pretty sure, it's from Infinity on High. I'm like a lore in the way I try to get you off. Yes, yes. yes. It's a yes. great song. Yep. Yes. That's a good one. There's um, a video from when they played, they played the song mm-hmm. when they were on the Save Rock and Roll tour, and that tour, the two opening acts were 21 Pilots and Panic at the Disco. And yep. there's a video of Patrick... On acoustic guitar, singing "Lawyer," <laughs> and and like a little kumbaya circle around him is like Josh and Tyler and oh, Brendan wow. and Dallin and Kenny, like all the. Oh wow! 
they were just being. That's the dream. It's great. That's I'm like dream. I wish I would have known. On, about I was going to say like you and that's Matt my entire would have life. freaked out if we would have had you guys there. No, oh that God. tour would have been my entire life, but oh I didn't know about it when mm-hmm. it was happening. My personal favorite song. I mean, I love Thanks for the Memories. I love um, This Ain't a Scene. It's an Arms Race. Is a great song, but my mm-hmm. favorite is probably Hum Hallelujah. Mm, I really I feel love that. Hum Hallelujah. I feel that. Yeah. It's fun and. Infinity on High is one of those albums that I love listening to from the first song all the way through, like without shuffling it. Yeah. I mean, I love just shuffling music in general, but it's like that record particularly, I like listening mm-hmm. through it straight through um, more so than some other records. Where it's like, yeah. I don't care about the order, but that one I'm like, no, I want to listen to it from this beginning the to end. the way it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So switching gears a little bit. Uh, as of recording this, this past Sunday was the Super Bowl, yep. and Lady Gaga did the halftime show. Yep. Uh, there were there are a lot of opinions out there about her Super Bowl performance. So, what are yours? I thought it was just okay. All right. Oh. Yeah. yeah like. I mean, from like a performance standpoint, I thought it was one of the most amazing things I have ever witnessed because she jumped from such <laughs> a height. And then went immediately into so many different varied performances. Mm-hmm. Like there was none that it was like, it was obvious where the transition was. But then from the different songs, there was an entirely different feel yeah. that yeah. they were going for. So just knowing all that, along with the stunts at the same time, yeah. mm-hmm. was just so incredible. See, for me, um, and why I say it was just okay is honestly, um, you go to. And I've always been a fan of, like, hard rock, heavy metal. You go to any show like that, mm-hmm. they're doing that crap on the regular. So, like, yeah. it really wasn't anything particularly special. Don't get me wrong. It was still cool, still well choreographed, still well done. But it just felt like a little bit better than a concert. That's all it was. And even then, it wasn't, like, hmm. a full concert. It was, like, a 10-minute performance, and that was it. Yeah. That's all it was. I thought it me. was going to be longer than it was. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. I, that's the main problem I had with it. I was, like, waiting on the length. I was, like, you're just going through, like, 30 seconds to each mm-hmm. of your songs. Yeah, I wish she would have done, done more from her most recent record, mm-hmm. Joanne. Um, she just did Million Reasons, and yeah. I wish she would have done a couple more songs from... Because we all know Poker Face, right. Born This Way. I was surprised like, they went that far back. Yeah, back to mm-hmm. her first album. Um, so I wish they would have done more of her current stuff, because that's usually for a concert. Mm-hmm. Like, what artists do is the majority of the concert is current stuff. But as far as a performance, I thought she killed it. She's, yeah. mm-hmm. a, she's an outstanding performer. She's like, performer. she knows how to put on an entertaining she, show. She, and there are moments where she was like rolling around on the ground, kicking her leg up to like her face and still singing. And I'm like, yeah. I don't right. know how you physically yeah. can do that yeah. as a person, but okay, God. I will say this. Yeah. Um, she did. She was live singing the entire time, mm-hmm. which yeah. was oh great. But um, never really been a fan of her live voice, so that's why. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. Honestly, um, her studio voice is so much better. Honestly, hmm. I would have actually been fine if they did have her limp sync, all of that. Because, I mean... Most Super Bowl halftime shows in the past, um, or at least the past few years, have been lip synced. Um, yeah, right. It's pretty obvious if you actually look at them and mm-hmm. listen to them yeah. at the same time. You're like, eh, there's no way. But um, yeah, no, I do respect her for doing the actual live singing. That's impressive to see that. So yeah, that was my thing. I you. thought that she was lip syncing, and then I nope. was like, wait, no, she's not. Yeah, and then it was even more amazing to me because wouldn't you be panting after? Yeah, to all keep that? up to keep mm-hmm. up with all that choreography, and it's not easy choreography no. that was Mm-mm. difficult choreography that her and her dancers were doing and she kept up with it the entire time mm-hmm. and was still able to belt out born this way and i'm like all right okay you go gaga mm-hmm. um i know that there were some people that are, were actually planning on boycotting watching her performance because there were rumors of her being of taking a political route yeah. um 
but it was she her just singing like America the Beautiful beforehand or like yeah. this land is your land whichever one I think both yeah, yeah. and before jumping with the into drones. yeah with the drones mm-hmm. that was amazing. I'm like the drone light show was cool I'm like why I don't know for me it seems ridiculous for people to to boycott her performance right. mm-hmm. on, based on something like that it's like she didn't necessarily take a stand against anything except for like really. let's I be she I was like it was about unity it was like it was, let's all work together when it was first announced I remember a lot of people were kind of boycotting the show just because there was a rumor going around that she was going to um, just do the entire show from the roof so it would be you know choreographed with the drones with all the cameras and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and that's why people were kind of upset they were like I paid like $20,000 yeah. for my seat right here you're gonna do the halftime show in front of me like yeah. not on the roof where I have to watch it on a screen like come on but come close to me Gaga yeah like <laughs> that makes sense though yeah. for people to boycott it yeah. but yeah. I know I saw a handful of people on Facebook that are like she's taking it's a political, political stand I like, could not I I'm thought, like she's not though yeah, yeah. I thought okay. that there were so many different times that it was like oh oh now is uh, gonna be uh, the political uh, message uh, uh, and I no. was like no, no like, it was no. just a top you know her top 40 it hits was, yeah. Like, that's like, what it was. That's exactly what it, like, again, it goes back to that thing where it's like, you could have threw a little variety in there instead yeah. of just your, like, top hits. Like, yeah. that's the problem I had. Yeah, the thing I was, I was disappointed in. I was expecting it. I was ready for it. I was braced for it. I thought that as soon as Telephone came on, Beyonce, Beyonce. Beyonce was yeah. coming. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. everyone, it's like, as soon as it started, everyone's like, oh, Beyonce's gonna crash the Super Bowl again, and yep. then she didn't. So it's like... Yep. You know, if that was the case, because there were rumors also going on, like Beyonce couldn't uh, right. that she was initially like initially going to, but then mm-hmm. because of her pregnancy, pregnancy, she couldn't. But she's performing at, at the, the Grammys, Grammys so yeah. <laughs> that's. I think it was just yeah. like it's Gaga's song. Technically, yeah. it's yeah. one of her biggest hits, so mm-hmm. she's gonna perform it. But I'm right. like. Telephone came out like what five six years ago yeah. now. Like yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, like, I wasn't, wasn't expecting like Beyonce to like come down the same way Gaga had, especially yeah. considering her mm-hmm. pregnancy announcement. I but, was expecting just like a camera cut. Oh hey, here's Beyonce. Yeah, like, yeah, you like know what, what I mean? happened like, last year yeah. with Coldplay, and then all of a sudden it's like the way, there's Bruno and Beyonce like, like hey. killing it, and yeah. they stole the show. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. no one remembers Coldplay from last year's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, they were there. They were what? there in yeah. the background trying to be relevant, but then Beyonce showed up <laughs> they were in the background with formation and everyone show, like... was done. Done. <laughs> Completely. Done. So now, moving on to some new music. Uh, some music's been released between now and the past remixed episode. First off, well, let's start with Nickelback. Nickelback has, <laughs> Nickelback has a new song out. It's called Feed the Machine. Um, which yeah. is also the title of their announced new album and, and the tour, their tour mm-hmm. that's coming up. So, thoughts on the song? Talk about political message. Yeah. Again, like, it. it I liked it up until he started singing. Yep. I was just <laughs> like, oh, damn, like, like yeah. you ruined it. Like, the, to be fair, it's not the worst Nickelback song I've heard. It's not the worst. No. Um, I the. Guitar riffs are decent, and it's... They had some decent gallops. I was impressed, it's... honestly, like, because, again, I said, yeah. I think earlier, I said um, I was a fan of, um, like, hard rock, heavy mm-hmm. metal, like, and uh, I don't believe that's changed within the past, like, 20 minutes since I've said that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> like, but, um, no, I was, I was like, okay, this is actually, like, a heavier sound they're going for. They're yeah. actually doing it well. It's, it sounded nice, and then again... He started singing. He started singing, <laughs> he started and singing, I was yeah. like, he just ruined it, like... It's, oh my god! Yeah. There's something about Chad Kroger's voice yeah. that's just for me like I Nickelback has with it. always been like discount rock. 
It really yes, has it if has. you think about it like really those original been. albums, you find at like the dollar store for real mm-hmm. cheap. It's Nickelback. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going exactly for. Exactly what it is. Yeah, and lyrically, like. I don't know. I feel like they were just trying way too hard they, to be like this, they were like, Look, this guys, grunge anti-establishment. We're, 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 like, we're moving to this type of music. We're punk, right? They, yeah. Like, and I'm like, no, you're not. They like started, the last, yeah. the last song they released before this was like trying to be pop. Yeah. And like it was weird. The, the it was main, really weird. The main thing about Nickelback, and I'll say this whenever anyone asks me how I feel about Nickelback, is they never locked down their identity as like a group. And yeah. Not to say they can't change. But they never had one to begin with to start from. So, yeah. so now it's not like you can't yeah. see it evolve or you can't see them try new things. It's just what is Nickelback going to sound like now? Yeah. yeah. So, so now their identity is just a meme, mm-hmm. essentially. Oh, That's yeah. what you know of when you hear Nickelback. But yeah, it's, I feel like they got into like, they just really got into like the anonymous movement because mm-hmm. that was what all the video was. Yeah. And like yeah. the lyrics, like addressing those beneath from high yep. above, convincing his belief for what you love, baiting every hook with filthy lies, another charlatan to idolize. Who are we talking I, about yeah. here? <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, they, like, unsettle. it's like artists are trying to do it um, right now. And it's, if you approach it well, it works. But like, you're a little too on the nose here. Yeah. It's when, when artists use their platform to make political statements mm-hmm. and it's genuine, that's when it works. Like, Green Day has always yeah. been anti establishment, mm-hmm. and Billy Joe Armstrong is genuine when he yells things about the political yeah. climate. Like, yeah. and so. You may not agree with it, but at least from yeah. a musician standpoint, like mm-hmm. I think it works. Whereas Nickelback just seems to be like other people are talking about this, and it's a really hot <laughs> topic, so I'm going to talk about it too. Yeah, like, yeah, even though I don't really care, that's completely how it comes. Yeah, across. talking about mm-hmm. like being genuine and putting thought into a video or even the lyrics. Like compare this uh, to Troubled Times, which was oh yeah, is really yeah a great song, and yeah. like I think is right on the nose with what's going on. And it's interesting because that song came out before the election. Um, Like that album was dropped, I think, last September, September or or early October. Um, And it was still right on the nose. But now it's like, America's an uproar. Let's write a song about it, even though we don't really know what's happening. It seems like Nickelback just heard everyone shouting like, this is bullcrap. And then like (laughs) they just looked up from their phone like, yeah, bullcrap. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Like, let's get in on this. Like, let's get in on this. Did like, you see what that Green video? Like, yeah, we should do something like this. We should like do this. exactly yeah, that. Like, that's all it felt like to me. And I was yeah. like, you got to believe what you're singing, man. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? It sounds a little cliche when you actually say it out loud. But I mean, like, it rings at yeah. least a little bit true. Yeah, like, it was just too obvious to the point. It's like, yeah. have you been paying attention to exactly what's been going on? <laughs> yeah. Or just oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're angry about this. Even all this, about like, what's The happening. lyrics are still pretty vague. <laughs> I know, yeah. The lyrics like, are weird. It's just like, it's like anti-establishment buzzwords. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. this, sounds, this sounds like anarchy, so I'm going to say yeah. it. Those beneath from high above, like, okay, who's beneath? Like, what are you talking about? Specifically address those from high above. How high above? Like, (laughs) where where specifically is your problem? What are we talking about? (laughs) The gears forever turn to grind the mice. I didn't like that imagery at all. (laughs) Those poor mice. Disturbing. And, like, something about Chad Kroger's voice is just, like, I don't know. 
it's his voice is so monotone mm-hmm. and it's always been monotone and that's why the whole joke of like every Nickelback song sounds the same yeah. is because it's like because it does he has four whole notes in his mm-hmm. range and that's all that's all they got so it's like I don't feel any emotion it's supposed to be this rage anti-establishment heavy rock song but I'm like mm-hmm. I don't feel I don't, any emotion yeah. from his vocal yeah like if you're going to go like anti-establishment type music there's so much better than Nickelback oh, yeah. right yeah, now. Like, really. A system of a down, rage right. against the machine, rise against. Like there's anything there, and you pick Nickelback. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 you don't. don't. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like it's yeah. just what it is. When I said music was going to be amazing over the next four years, this is not what I meant. <laughs> this is not what I was asking for. Yeah, I didn't ask oh, for this. <laughs> Absolutely not. You got to start somewhere, though. I yeah, guess. I you guess. Know what I mean. Yeah, maybe even the rest of the album will be. Maybe if they go for if they go for this sound, I won't hate it. Again, yeah. It, but like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna actively go out of my way to be listening. Instrumentally, again, impressive. It was decent. Like as far as for the sound this, they're going. If I heard this live, I would jam. I would jam. Yeah. To like, yeah. It's probably but, fun, but like I don't know if I'd mosh to it. I don't know. This isn't like <laughs> yeah. a mosh pit. No, type. no this yeah. is like I don't think two out of I don't ten think you would care. not mosh. <laughs> yeah, I would not mosh. But I don't want to. I don't want to be known as the type of person that would mosh to Nickelback. I, I feel like that's. I don't think no. that's allowed. I don't think they draw enough a big enough crowd to mosh. Like, There's like three people, and they're like, should, should we try? No, it's just gonna look like I we're can in shove a fight. you. Yeah. Like you can shove me, and then you'll come up and shove both of us. Like. <laughs> Then you just get, it's like it just is. people hugging each other at that point mm-hmm. is what it's that looks like. It's just a group like. hug at a Nickelback <laughs> with three people yeah. at a Nickelback concert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, changing pace a little bit. Imagine Dragons released a new song. Yeah. It's called yeah. Believer. Mm-hmm. I really, really like this song. I love it. I will I say, um, in the past, and I think I told you guys this before I came in, mm-hmm. I have not really liked Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, their sound was just you know the generic pop sound. Um, lyrically, they were just... You know, yeah. I mean, they were really generic. Again, the same thing with Nickelback. Like, it's there wasn't any depth to the lyrics, and it was just like, why do I care about this? Now, I will say with this, it at least seems like with this song specifically, they tried to tell a story, yeah. which is at least a right direction, I think. Yeah. For me personally, I like Imagine Dragons. I don't like follow them, yeah, uh, like I do other artists, but. I liked Radioactive when it came out. Mm-hmm. I liked Demons so when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, out of those, out of the hit songs that have arrived from Imagine yeah. Dragons, I really, really like this one. I like the the beginning where it's like this hard drum with like these bass notes, these really yeah. heavy bass notes. And then in the background, you hear just like a simple acoustic guitar. Yep. The mix of that is really cool. Dan Reynolds' vocal for the song, I think, mm-hmm. is really cool and powerful. Um, the lyrics, it's really anthemic. And I, mm-hmm. I really like that of it's in a similar vein, obviously not the same as the Nickelback song, but like a like using a bad experience like life is hard and people are being oppressed or put down but we're going to use these bad experiences to make us better people Mm -hmm. um and i really liked that it kind of reminds me of um uprising by muse a little bit yeah a little bit i feel but not as like not as yeah not like as anarchist vibe which is uprising is (laughs) which is kind of what uprising is but as far as like the tone or even the sound of it i don't know kind of similar yeah, I really, it reminded me of Warriors, which was mm-hmm. my oh, yeah. favorite song that they've done for a while. Because uh, I feel like they had their, like, sound pinned down then. They were mm-hmm. like, there's that extra bit of, like, outrage there that is better communicated than when they're trying to be more, like, 
poppy, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really feel like they were wanting to be weirder with this, and I think it worked out really well for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say so. Um, honestly, in the past, Imagine Dragons to me was just nothing more than like, what single am I going to see from them You mm-hmm. know, on the top mm-hmm. of the charts, just because that's what they tried to cater to. I feel like they're moving away from that, and again, that's the direction they need to go if they're going to be more successful as an artist. Yeah, Agreed. I agree. I agree. Fun fact, this song was used in the Nintendo Switch Super Bowl ad. As the background oh, for it, interesting. How, like, if you go onto the YouTube video for uh, the song, there are a bunch of people in the comments that are like, "Nintendo brought me here. This is a good song." Like, because <laughs> it was in the Nintendo Switch ad. Oh, wow. um, this was also the week that it was released, which was last week, um, yeah. as of recording this. Was on Time Magazine's five songs to listen to this week. Hey. So, I listened to it this week. I Same. did. I, did. I, I listened it. to it about like. 40 minutes ago. Like, yeah, like there you go. Like, I really like it. Yeah. I'll, I don't know if I'll like buy the Imagine Dragons no. album. No. Um, but I mean, when this song pops up on the radio, I'll jam to yeah. it mm-hmm. until it gets overplayed. Like every yeah. other pop yeah, song they've, ever. They've always been like a it single will. thing versus an album thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we're moving on to a topic that I could talk about. <laughs> For hours. <laughs> I could have an entire separate podcast about mm-hmm. this. I mentioned this on the first episode, that I am a big fan of 21 Pilots. Anyone who knows me knows that I could talk about 21 Pilots she for a few hours. Yeah, yeah. So you're wearing the hat right now. I am wearing, I am wearing the 21 Pilots. You've got the sticker on right your now. laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but big news for music videos and for the click in general, the Heavy Dirty Soul music video finally released. Um, <laughs> this has been teased for about a month now. Uh, that it was coming, and this past week, it finally released. Mm-hmm. So I want your guys' thoughts first, what, and then I'll get mine. Friday, I believe. I think it was when that. Yeah, dropped. Wes. Wes was so, in the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> backstory for all you guys <laughs> listening out there. Um, I was in a meeting with a few other people and Sarah here, and uh, we were in the middle of a point. I was actually, and then I think Sarah like screamed and practically jumped out of her chair. And we were all like, "What? what is it? And she was like, the Heavy Dirty Soul music video just dropped. And so then last night, like, yeah, okay. last night we also have a meeting, and then I yep. looked down at my phone. And you did and damn the, near behind, the same thing. The behind the scenes for the music video dropped, and I freaked out again. Yeah, and everyone's so. like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, 21 Pilots is wrong with me. Yep. Naturally. Naturally. Yeah, no, I feel that. when I, I think I was within the first 30 minutes it had released, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, click on it immediately. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know if it was because I had just driven home through like snow dusted cold sunset <laughs> aesthetic yeah. and then I was like now I'm seeing it again. Yeah. It was I just I you really lived it. really it was immersive, yeah. Like. yeah, it was an immersive <laughs> I experience. To this. I really dug what they went for like mm-hmm. the aesthetic because I just could really identify with that and I think it really because they're from Ohio and we're also from the Midwest here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Sarah's the one Ohio. that's actually I'm from Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. But I just it was very unique in like that yeah. they said it in like the behind the scenes video. They filmed in January, which January. you're not going to do. Yeah. Uh, just snow on the ground. It yeah. just with that aesthetic. Early it was in the to, morning too, I think they said yeah. it was like an all day. It was shoot. an all day thing. Yeah. But like I remember seeing um the sun rising or it could have been setting. Either way, those are setting. like yeah. those are cold times, like yeah. <laughs> to actually be shooting a video like, single digit temperatures. Yeah, like, yeah. You could just tell like the effort that had gone into mm-hmm. that to be 
so much more different than yeah. what you usually come to expect from a music video mm-hmm. where yeah. the weather doesn't necessarily matter but this was it was so central to it mm-hmm. yeah yeah i wes i'll let you do your opinions first and then i'll i'll get okay. because then we'll um, be here two for cents. an hour yeah, yeah i don't yeah, want to um, go for so long but i can honestly um I enjoyed the music video. Um, I've, I've been a fan of 21 Pilots. Um, the first exposure I had to 21 Pilots was actually at a live concert. I had never heard of them before that, oh. uh, which was really neat to see them live. Again, being a fan of um, hard rock, heavy metal. They put on a great show. Um, the they best, really do. Best concert um, I've ever I've seen them do. in concert twice now, um, and they really try and capture the spirit behind their music, and I feel like they did that in the music video. So that's where I'm coming from. Now, uh, we're going to amplify that feeling to Sarah James because, okay. again... All right, so yeah. I've, I've been a fan. I've been a fan of 21 Pilots for going on three years now. Yep. Um, I was a fan before, like, right as Blurry Face was being released. Like, mm-hmm. when everything was in pre-order and there were, like, music videos being released, uh, that's kind of when I officially declared myself as a fan of their music. So I've been around for the entirety of this album cycle. Mm-hmm. And for me, there's no there's no more perfect way to end the Blurry Face era than with this music video because Blurry Face is such a cyclical album. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it dates way back to 2012 with the original Goner video, which leads directly into the song Heavy Dirty Soul. And then you have Goner at the end of the album. So it's it's a full circle album. So for me, I think... Ending the cycle with the first song on the yeah. record is just great. And yeah. it's also, there are a million theories already out there about what exactly the music video means because there's always some deeper story when it comes to 21 Pilots. Tyler and Josh don't do things just to do things. There's always something deeper behind it. Yep. Um, but for me, I think the music video is representative of Blurry Face, like the era just ending. Yeah. Because you get that. That shot of the the person in the black hoodie who's driving the car. I'm, who else could that be except for the character yeah. of Blurry Face? Like yeah. that just makes the most sense. And then he's gone, and Tyler is able to like escape this car yeah. and join Josh. And it's like I don't know. I think it's really poetic with explosions. Um, yeah. <laughs> a way of of the era ending. Yeah. Um, and I also like that they did everything for this album or this music video with fire. And how Fire played an important role because the first music video released in promotion for Blurry Face was Fairly Local. And I love the Fairly Local music video. Mm -hmm. Not like other people do as well, but it's like it gets kind of forgotten, especially in the wake of the Stressed Out video. Um, But I love the Fairly Local video. And that is... I know. That was the first one. That was the introduction to Blurry Face. No, the thing that stressed out, though, is like it was, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong, but holy crap, talk about being overplayed. I know. uh, I know. And it, like. And that's what worries me about 21 Pilots right now is um, I don't think they will. as artists, I don't think they'll go that direction, but they realize I, they realize they definitely do how big of an audience they now have. Oh yeah, from a few years ago compared to a year, few yeah. years ago, and it's it's a staggering I mean, amount of people. Like, wasn't that there? There was that time uh, in concert where they changed some of the lyrics to stressed mm-hmm. out. To stressed Tyler, out. Yep. Yeah, yep. Tyler changed some of the lyrics in a show in Cleveland um, to stressed out, uh, kind of reflecting just how he was. How he was how not necessarily how he was tired of the song being overplayed, but that he people. felt insecure because Blurry Face is all about insecurities. Um, 
about fans being upset that it was yeah. being overplayed. Right. And so he changed the lyrics and then just for that show and then a bunch of people said online like, No, we still love Stressed Out, don't be mm-hmm. mad at us. Like it's it's fine and he it was a big I don't know, made him feel better about it. Yeah. Um but I love that that they chose fire for Heavy Dirty Soul because there's a line in Fairly Local that says the world around us is burning but we're so mm-hmm. cold. It's the few, the proud, and the emotional. And that line, the few, the proud, emotional, is something that has really resonated with fans as well as Tyler and Josh for yeah. this um, album cycle. It's on like t-shirts and I know there are people who have like the FPE tattooed on them because mm-hmm. um, it's really representative of this fan base, this ever-growing fan base. Uh, but it's I love the dichotomy of that you have the fairly local video, which is all cold and ice yep. and inside this warehouse. And then you have Heavy Dirty Soul ending it in fire outside. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I love it. I could talk for a very, very long time about 21 Pilots, but I think I'll end with that. Yeah. That it's, it's a great music video. Go watch it. Go watch mm-hmm. the behind the scenes if you want to see Tyler and Josh being adorable oh human beings because... They are precious. Just forever are, props to Josh for being in that tiny shirt in the that cold. tank top when yeah. it's, it's like improbable that degrees it would keep in him Ohio. Warm. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, I mean, three cheers for Josh Dunn. All right. Um, since the last episode, there have been some tours slash uh, festivals being mm. announced. Firefly announced its lineup. Um, like I think it was like the day or maybe two days after we recorded the first episode and I was like no mm-hmm. uh, gotta love release dates man of course um, I I'd love the lineup for this I wish I could go you have for headliners you have The Weeknd mm-hmm. Muse My Boys 21 Pilots Chance the Rapper and then Bob Dylan yeah yeah and like, I remember seeing yeah. that lineup. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah Bob Dylan. <laughs> like, like, just I think it's thrown in there. I like, think it's fantastic. It, it, like, I'm not complaining, but I was just like, okay, I mean, yeah, you got your range there. It's just kind of a jump because, I mean, you can kind of at least loosely relate like all the other artists. But, oh, um, yeah. You also have, have Bob Dylan. Like, you also have Bob Weezer's going to be there, 30 yep. Seconds to Mars, Dylan yep. Francis, Kesha. Is making a comeback, hey. I guess. Oh uh, I go. think she she just like recently won. She won lost her. Lost Thank it, goodness. Yeah. Uh, Glass yeah. Animals, AFI, OK mm-hmm. Go. Yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Wives, yes. which they're about to go on tour with Panic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've started listening to their music because I'm going to see Panic uh, in March. So I'm like, I want to be familiar. They're not bad. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these artists I don't recognize, but that's okay. It still looks like yeah. a really freaking awesome festival, and yep. I wish I could go. Busta Rhymes will be there. Yes. Busta. <laughs> There's so many. Oh, well. Uh, some other tours that have been announced. Lady Gaga announced the uh, Joanne mm-hmm. World Tour after her performance for the Super Bowl. Um, there's one. There's a show coming to Indianapolis that... I may look into buying tickets for because hey. <laughs> a Gaga concert would be yeah. that's got to be fun. I mean, she's yep. proven herself as like a live oh, yeah. performer she over has, and yeah. over. Yeah, it'll at least be a fun performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. that's that's uh, and you that's know, why like you go to a concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Blink One Eighty Two announced a tour recently. Yeah, uh, they're going again. They they're just going again. did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, a new tour. Well, they're working on new music. I think they have an album that's planning on coming out like April ish. Another one? Yep. Yeah, oh another one. Even though California just, just came out. Right. out. Yeah. 
not Jeez. not last year. No, last year. It California was yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, early last year. They're they're up for a Grammy for best rock song or best rock album. One of those. Yep. First Grammy ever, even though they've been around for years and years. Um, oh wow. The first first Grammy nom. So good on Blink 182. And then uh, Muse announced a tour with 30 Seconds to Mars and Paris. Mm-hmm. So those are all, I mean, there are tons of other tours yeah. that are being announced, but those were all the big ones that I saw across social media over the past week. It's a lot um, to take in. Yeah, like, it's a lot. Yeah, like, so, question. And then you have some other artists that are like still touring. Yeah. Right. And they just keep going. Yeah. 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 They just so don't stop. is Jared Leto still in 30 Seconds to Mars then? I don't. I don't believe think so. so. Okay. Um, you know what? Let's fact check. But um, I don't think so. Because I'm then it's sure like I want to make the joke that uh, since the Joker didn't work out that well, he's like, okay, I'm going back, back, to, back to, to Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yeah. I. I would assume not, but I don't know for sure. Um, right. I, that's always been the weirdest thing to me because I'm like, okay, that's Jared Leto, but this is also Jared Leto yeah. in this yeah. movie. I yeah. just wouldn't wasn't able Don't to make the connection on movie. for like, I, <laughs> the longest time. Oh, we yeah. Post of input two here. Don't get me going. Oh, no. on that. I will rip oh, that no. thing to shreds. Like the soundtrack is decent though. And that's was, literally it. <laughs> I wonder why you like. It. <laughs> yeah. no, I no, my like, my argument for Suicide Squad is always like. When the credits roll, that's the best part of the movie for two reasons. One, because the movie's over. Two, Heathen's yeah. Play. So like, um, I'm looking at uh, members list right now. Current, it still lists Jared Leto. So, well, that's interesting. Maybe there'll be some like stunts that makes with me dead like, animals left outside rooms. Maybe that makes <laughs> me like. I mean, I wasn't planning on going to like Firefly or to mm-hmm. the Muse tour, like. But that makes me extra not want to support it just right. because yeah. I don't want to support Jared Leto as an individual after oh. everything he pulled as Joker. Like as uh, Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. I just I don't want I don't want that. I'm not into so, that. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. And that brings us to the Grammys. Yeah. Grammys are this Sunday. Uh, Byte will actually be live tweeting the event, so be sure to you follow specifically us. Me specifically, live. I'll be live tweeting the event we'll from the tweeting. Byte Twitter. So, so it'll all us. be like 21 Pilots should be here. That's yeah. will just be the they'll, entire mm-hmm. stream. They'll be there, but they're not performing. Yeah. Um, so go follow us, Byte BSU on Twitter, so that you can stay up to date with the Grammys. Um, but there are so many people performing right. at yeah. the Grammys. There's so many people. Um, Metallica was already announced to be performing, yeah. but Lady Gaga. This was the one I <laughs> was. Joining them. I, this is the one that's got my attention the most. There are a few more in there, but um, I've always listened to Metallica. Um, where I've but I've played Kit throughout my life. The one of the the first song actually I learned to play was Enter Sandman on Kit. Nice. It is, it's an easy song to play, but again, it's really cool to see Metallica perform. Um, I've only been to one of their shows before, but. Um, and then they threw in the Lady Gaga. It's an I, interesting combination, but like, I'm kind of here for it. I was yeah. like, and I was thinking about it um, ever since I heard that announcement and I knew we'd be talking about it here. I was like, I can actually kind of see Gaga belting out, like, you know, lyrics yeah. to Metallica. I yeah. don't see it the other way around, though. So I feel like right. it's, yeah, I feel I, like it's just going to be Lady Gaga singing with Metallica. Which is with what James Hetfield, but I not, think yeah. would, I think I would prefer that. Yeah. Than, yeah. Because I think that, 
direction works mm-hmm. because Gaga has proved herself to be She's one. She's done it in the past. One, I think she has an amazing voice. Right. She's a classically mm-hmm. trained vocalist, um, and she has proven that she can sing in a variety of styles where mm-hmm. she has her main pop sound, but she also, like when she sang all the songs from Sound of Music for the Oscars a few years mm-hmm. back, it was beautiful. She did, she had that project with Tony Bennett, and it was all like smooth jazz, which was really cool. Yeah. So yeah. I can totally see her taking on this the rock group that is Metallica, mm-hmm. uh, but again, I don't I've, necessarily see Metallica trying to play yeah, like. I've said it like again. I'm not the romance. huge. I'm not a huge fan of Lady Gaga, but massive respect for her because she does. She tries, um, and she does well when she tries. Um, yeah. To branch out into other genres and show everyone that music is music, not this type, mm-hmm. this type, this right. type, this type, which I is mean, really cool. But country album that yeah. happens. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Joanne like, is a complete, like, completely different. Uh, vibe mm-hmm. from everything else that she's done. I don't know. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Really I'll be excited, excited for, for it. it. Uh, some other performances. Beyonce, of, of course. course. Yeah. There's no surprise there. Even after the her announcement that she's pregnant with twins, yep. she's going to be there performing. She's going to kill it because she always does. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like this one. A Tribe Called Quest, Anderson Pack, yeah. and then Dave Grohl. This was, the other, this was Dave the other one where I was like, what is going on? But like, I like, like I love Foo Fighters. Anderson, so I, was, like, I can understand that. But the Dave Grohl, Dave I was Dole. like, Just what there. is Dave Grohl doing with a Tribe Called Quest? Like I, like I can kind of see, like I said I can see Lady Gaga with Metallica. This one I'm just scratching my head. Like what are they gonna do? Like yeah, it's got me so confused. You have to excited, watch now. Anxious. To like I don't even know. There's yeah. so many emotions. Like it's it's confusing. But I'm I love Foo Fighters. So Same. I'm like I'm I'm all about it. Which yeah. album is it? There's one of their albums turns ten years old this year. Oh as man. Well. Um, yeah. um, I'm not going to remember. Echo, Silence, Patience, and Grace, I believe. Dang. Yeah, came out in 2007. Continually yep. remind everyone of Which their is a age. great, the, the, the Pretender is one of my favorite songs, like, ever. Yep. Uh, it's a fantastic song. So, like, that's 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what are some of, the, some of the other performances? There's a massive tribute to the Bee Gees with yeah. a huge variety of artists. Right. Oh, my gosh. You have Pentatonix, Keith Urban, Nick Jonas, Celine Dion, Tori Kelly, Demi Lovato, Andre Day, and I think there will probably be more. Why not? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's a wide variety of people. All I'm wondering, just like, are they all going to do one song together? Are they each going to pick one different song from the Bee Gees and do mm-hmm. that? Is it going to be like a small kind of Bee Gees right. tribute concert in the middle of the Grammys? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like I'm curious the, to see how this turns out. The, at the, way, the way it's been marketed is that it's titled, like, Stayin' Alive, a tribute to the Bee Gees at the Grammys. So like, it'll probably be all of them I'm, on Stayin' yeah. Alive, probably. Or a variety of songs, and that's what they're it'll calling it. It'll just, like, it. switch yeah. from one to the other. Yeah, because like I, I initially heard this that they were doing a Bee Gees tribute through yeah. Pentatonix. I've I love Pentatonix. I've been a fan of theirs since uh a little bit after they won the sing off. I didn't watch them on the sing off, but like shortly after that I became a fan of theirs. So yep. it's like I've seen them grow from this little tiny acapella group mm-hmm. to being more mainstream and on this mm-hmm. this pop uh, circuit that they're running but like so I was like oh Pentatonix is performing at the Grammys to do a Bee Gees tribute and then I checked and I'm like Pentatonix and 50 other people are yeah. performing a tribute to the Bee Gees Keith um, Urban Keith Urban <laughs> alongside Celine yeah. Dion like, <laughs> you got like it's just such a range right there it's a yeah. huge of, like, range types of music like cause like Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato are like in one camp yeah. right and then you have 
Pentatonix, and I put Tori Kelly with yeah. Pentatonix as well. It's like their own thing. Keith Urban is from like a whole another area. And then you have Celine Dion in the middle there. Yeah, like just, it, just joining the party. Yeah. Uh, some other performances. Katy Perry will be performing. Uh, Maren Morris is performing with Alicia Keys. I'm not as familiar with her music. Uh, this is her first Grammy nomination. She's mm-hmm. a new artist. Uh, Daft Punk is performing with The Weeknd. This is the first time yep. in a while that Daft Punk has performed live. So they're making their live comeback with The Weeknd. I think that'll be a fun performance. Right? That'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I, really listen to The Weeknd, yeah. um, but I think it will be fun regardless. Right. I can really see how they're going to um, kind of mesh their styles together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're already fairly similar to begin with, so mm-hmm. it won't be too much of a stretch for either yeah. of them, I think. And be an interesting show. So. I think it's a good match yeah. between those two artists. Lucas Graham is performing. Little Big Town is performing. Chance mm-hmm. the Rapper is performing. No surprise there. Um, and then there are tributes to Prince and George Michaels lined up, yeah. but as of right now, we don't know who is performing those tributes. It may be people who have already been announced yep. right. that are performing. They may bring in even more artists to perform these tributes, so uh, yeah. who knows? All right, so then the next thing, how we end every episode of Remixed, the two thus far, uh, mm-hmm. is going over the Billboard charts for the week. So we have the... Hot 100, which is singles. Top yep. five. Number five is Closer by the Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. Yes. Yep. It's been on the charts for 27 yep. weeks straight. No surprise there. Um, number four, Bad Things by Machine Gun Kelly and Camilla. It's Cabello. She's from Fifth Harmony. She's the girl who left Fifth yeah. Harmony. Oh. Um, I, I think I've heard this song before. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't keep up with popular yeah. music yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. Um, number three is I Don't Want to Live Forever from the Fifty Shades Darker soundtrack yeah. by but Zayn and Taylor when looked, Swift. When Sorry. I looked at this, I was like, I, like cause, um, for those of you out there uh, listening to us, we're going to see Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> so sad Cover about it, it on my podcast, Input 2. Um, shameless self-plug, but uh, that just, honestly, seeing this, when I saw this for this episode of Remixed, I was like, this just makes me more interested to see this damn movie. Like, I've heard the song. I mean, it's it's a pop song. Yeah. It's right. exactly what you expect Zayn and Taylor Swift to be doing. Yeah. Uh, so, doesn't, I don't care about it that much, but, yeah. I mean, it's number three it's, right now. Yeah. Last week, it was number five, mm-hmm. so... I don't want to live forever and closer switched places over the past week. Mm-hmm. Number two is freaking Bad and Bougie, which is the the raindrop drop top. It's yeah. a meme. It's a meme. Yeah. It's a meme. It's a meme now. Yeah. 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 That, that certainly helps it. <laughs> That's probably why it's up there to begin with, to be I know. honest. Like, it's, yeah. it's because it's a meme. Yep. Um, like when Juju on that beat was number one for weeks because it was a meme. Right. Yep. Like internet culture, man. There's yep. nothing like it. And then number one is Shape of You uh, by Mr. Ed Sheeran. We talked about Shape of You, myself and Dalton and Matt. Talked about this song at length and our opinions on it on the last episode of Remix. So if you want to know what we think of that, uh, go back an episode and check that out. Um, And then for top five albums, it's, are you kidding? The fifth (laughs) one is now 61. Are you like, the various art, it's a compilation album. Congrats, everyone. (laughs) So they're on number 61 versus number 60, 71 61. Now. Okay, cool. That's insane. Wow. Good gracious. Uh, <laughs> number four is Starboy by The Weeknd. Last week yeah. it was number one, so it dropped down. There are three new albums that have beat it out. Um, 
Number three being Sweet Sexy Savage by Kalani. Not familiar with her music. Uh, though I did I did see uh, a lot of it pop up when I was like researching for new music for mm-hmm. what was coming out for this episode. I did see that pop up. Now these uh, top two, I didn't. And so they must have like very recently come out. But They have number... new flags right next to them. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> number two, The Devil Don't Sleep by Brantley Gilbert. And number mm-hmm. one, Culture by Migos. I'm assuming yeah. that's how you pronounce that. So yeah, those are your top five. Um, and then as a final note, you have any song slash artist slash album recommendations? Just in general? Just in general. Just in mm. general. And with, it can be a single song. It can be an artist um, overall. Sure, why not? Um, for, I think daily you'll remember this. I don't know if you ended up doing one, Sarah, but um, on our website, actually, at BiteBSU.com. Um, you can read, <laughs> plug, 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 plug. Um, you can read uh, a few of the editors, including my uh, mine and Daly's opinions on like top five media of the year. Uh, one of the top five I put, actually, was um, uh, The Stage by Avenged Sevenfold, um, mm. an album released last October. Um, really solid album. Um, it's really interesting because... Um, it really kind of goes off their own beliefs, which is really what I feel like you need to do when you write an album like that. But um, it has to do a lot with um, their opinions on like technology, AI, like aliens, stuff like that. It's really hmm. unique sounding. Um, as far as heavy metal goes, it's a really again unique sounding album. Um, but it's still they still kind of leaned back to what their original sound was, and that's awesome for me because the uh, last album before that, um, Hail to the King, was a tribute album to uh, their fallen brother, their drummer, the Rev. So. Hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, awesome album. Uh, I'd really recommend it. Avenged Sevenfold in general, really. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have to recommend uh, an artist, Caravan Palace, which is. Like, I actually. Hey. It's funny you mentioned this because I learned about them like a few months ago. But, yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, exactly a few months ago. Yeah. Was there an event or something? I don't know. know. Apparently, (laughs) was this like a memo? Did we both read it at the same time? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's like an electro swing band. Yeah. Which it's just a very different sound. It reminded me a lot of the Undertale soundtrack, actually. Which I listened to over and over again Mm -hmm. originally until I got burned out of it. Eventually, I'll go back to it, I'm sure. But uh, for now. Oh, hey, your own Snapchat just edited me. No. Which you can also check out. Yeah. Yeah. Follow us on Snapchat, ByteBSU. Yeah, ByteBSU on Snapchat. Uh, All the things. But no, it's like, I really dig the sound. It's very different, but it's very peppy while at the same time... What would you recommend from them? Like one song, just pick one. Um, don't watch the music video because it's the weirdest thing ever, but... I know exactly uh, which one you're talking about. Yeah. Lone Digger. Lone Digger, yep. Yeah. The music video makes me sad because it's a bunch of like anthropomorphized animals killing each other. It's free porn. Yeah. Yeah, it's in a strip club. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) Don't watch it. Okay. But listen to the song. song. The song's really good. I have no idea like what they were trying to relate between the music video and the actual song. I don't know. They're French. So... Yeah. We will never know the minds of the French. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to go <laughs> with. That's exactly like, what this means. Like, like, you can make a statement with a music video, obviously. Like, being a little weird and out there is helping and make a statement. But, like, what statement was there? I don't know. I, I'm so, like, again, I'm so confused as to what everything was supposed to mean. Was this just something they wanted to do? Was this just, were they thinking about furries? Well, you know, yeah, they made this music video. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I've never been able to, like get exactly what they're saying in the lyrics in the first place because there is that accent there mm-hmm. but the sound is really great mm-hmm. I highly recommend 
Okay. Uh, for me, I'm going to recommend an artist as well. They are a little pop punk band from my hometown. Uh, a bunch of guys that I went to high school with. Ooh, They're called right. Breakup Lines. Um, they have an EP that's on Spotify and iTunes right now, but their mm. new album, their first studio album called Instead of Saying, is going to be released on the 11th, which will probably be very soon, like around where this podcast will be. Right. Coming the ninth out. right now. Yeah, so, yeah. We're recording so, like, on the ninth. So a couple Sunday. days from yeah. recording. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend if you like pop punk, if you enjoy pre hiatus Fall Out Boy, go check out Breakup Lines. They're pretty good for, you know, a tiny little local band. Uh, I highly recommend their music. And it's supporting supporting small artists is important, guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they got to get somewhere. And I think their music is fun. Um, All right. So, yeah. Thanks for joining us for this Thank episode you. of Remixed. You mm-hmm. can check out more podcasts from Byte on our SoundCloud and iTunes at Ball State Daily. We've also started putting up some podcasts on our YouTube channel. Check them out. Yeah, check yeah. that out. Byte BSU on out. YouTube. Uh, I have been your host, Sarah James. And again, I was joined by... Daily Wilhelm, podcast editor. Wes Womble, assistant video editor. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Woo, thanks. Woo.